0: Moon Podcast Escalation.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime, and talk about why it is that we love it so much. And y'all better douse yourselves in water and repent, because the shit is hitting the fan. Yeah. This week, we are going to be watching episode 123 of Sailor Moon S, Shadow of Destruction, The Messiah of Silence Awakens. Uh, this one originally aired on January 28th of 1995 and was written by Megumi Sugihara and directed by Harume Kosaka. Uh, I forgot to do that in the last two episodes, but I think that's an important thing to do. No, oh, I think you might have done it last episode. No, I definitely did two didn't, episodes ago. I mean, two episodes two ago. episodes ago I did, but I definitely
0: didn't do it in the last one. Um this episode has a legit surprise in
1: it. Yeah, yeah this this episode I like We have talked before about it. I uh, have never, until we started doing them on the show, I had never watched past the end of Sailor Moon R. I was very surprised in this one, but we'll get to that for now. Let's introduce our guest. Uh, We have a very exciting guest, someone that we've been wanting to have on the show for a long time because she sent a great email back in 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Literally 51 weeks ago, I got this email Uh, and you had emailed before that too. Uh Lindsey ariel is here. Lindsey, welcome to the show. How are you?
2: I am very excited to be here. Thank you.
1: Yay. Uh so Lindsey, uh you you had some very good things to say in your email. Some things that I'm very excited about talking <laughs> Thank about. So
2: you. I, was, I was very nervous. So I was like, "Oh, I have to make this sound good or else I'll never get on the show." <laughs> but I did not exaggerate everything. Everything is like true.
1: Yeah, I mean, you started by giving me your uh, zodiac sign, your blood type, and your birthstone, and you said it was a hell esmerald. Yes, which is, uh, was very good for me to hear. Yep. <laughs> so, Lindsay, what is your history with Sailor Moon?
2: Ah, it's a little long winded, but it, it is a good story. So, in in high school, um, my twin brother, uh, freshman year of high school, he got into Dragon Ball Z. It was on Tsunami, and like around the same time was Sailor Moon. And he's like, you have to watch this show. You're going to love it. And I literally was like, I don't want to watch Sailor Moon. That show is for babies. I literally,
3: <laughs> I would
2: say that. You, know, He was always kind of pestering me. and But I did watch Dragon Ball Z with him. And uh, Toonami had this thing. They got the rights for the first three uh, DBZ films. It was uh, Oh uh, Dead Zone, World's Strongest, and Tree of Might. And so the second week when they showed uh, World's Strongest, right after they said, you know, and stay tuned next for Sailor Moon. And my twin brother turns to me and he's like, okay, watch this one episode, this one episode. If you don't like it, you'll nev- I'll never bother you again. And so I was like, fine, whatever. And so the episode comes on and the title is A Crystal Clear Destiny. I know. And you had this debate (laughs) of whether this is like a good episode to start or not. And for me, at least it was the best episode to start.
0: Oh, that's so good.
2: It just, it kind of had everything I like needed and I didn't know, you know, it, it was funny and it was really dramatic and I was a little lost, but like, I got the idea of what was going on. Um, and you know, it was a, it was a big climactic episode and what sealed the deal was, you know, when Tuxedo Mask gets impaled the first of many <laughs> times and then the, the song plays when, you know, when My Only Love started playing, that was it. Feet first, so full, crazy fan.
0: So good.
2: Oh, yeah. And it's funny because I've, I've thought about it and I too, uh, Jordan, I'm a big Darien fan. Yay. i have always adored him he was definitely a big crush for me when I was a teenager and it kind of makes sense if you start off with a crystal clear destiny and go onward why like I think he was great because you know you kind of miss all the the jerkiness he does because <laughs> yeah you know he 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 dies for his love in this episode <laughs> and then you know he's turned evil but he's fighting it and he and then you know he dies again and and it kind of like, he gets better once you start off on that platform. So I, I, I'm a Darien fan, I'm Mamo-chan, I stand by it. So yeah, so that, that's basically how I fell in love with the show. It was like a huge part of my life. It actually helped me make friends because I was pretty like lonely and like on my own for a while. And I got into anime because I got into anime. I like, I met other people who got into anime. Mm. But yeah, so I formed a lot of friendships. Uh, someone who, who I'm still friends now, and we actually we get together and we've had Sailor Moon slumber parties. <laughs> what what actually we we had just very recently, we all got together to watch the uh, the R movie.
1: Oh, the R movie is so good. It,
2: it's a lot of fun. It really, it's crazy and like so melodramatic, and it's just I I love it. I what what did I call it? I because I I it was my it was my party and i i called it like uh mamo chan's crazy uh stalker X. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so we got but anyway um okay so like the thing i was most proud of uh during my teenage years as a sailor moon fan is that i had this website and what was really great about it was that it was not on GeoCities or Angel Fire. One of my best friends, Jamie, uh, actually had her own server, and she was like, "Yeah, you can have your website on my uh, server." So nice. it was it was oneblackrose.org was the uh, <gasps> the name of the server, <laughs> and uh, I uh, it was called Queen Serenity's Moon Kingdom, and it was I like set out to have like this one stop all encompassing find everything you need on sailor moon it had profiles on all the villains um i never actually got it into completion but it had you know uh profiles on the characters and storylines and you could even go to um like different sections and watch uh gifs of all the transformations or all of the um uh, different attacks each and every scout had. I, I put a lot of time and work in it and it, it was, I really loved it so much. And I, I believe, I actually was talking to Jamie recently and she may actually still have the bones of the website on, um, on a file somewhere.
0: Oh, that's so, awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: It, it was, it was really the best. I was, I was always, I always think of it very fondly. It, uh, you know, it was just a, a show that meant a lot and, um, Actually, uh, Jamie, is uh, who, who is one of my dearest friends, introduced me to uh, a good friend of hers. Uh, we went to different high schools, but she went to high school with this other girl. Her name is Chris. And I don't know. Maybe you guys might meet her someday soon. Hmm. In like a week or so. Hmm. <laughs> it, could, it could happen. But... Uh, <laughs> Just like the the character of Sailor Moon, the show brought me friendship. <laughs>
1: Yay! Uh, I think the question that everybody is curious about right now is: Did you have a Reini hate shrine? Oh
2: come on! On your page, I, I did not. Okay, I, I I did not have a Reini hate shrine. I was I I was never really fond of her in R. But like many people, like if you got past R into S you you appreciated her so much more because she was so much more tolerable because like she came from the past to make things you know to fix things but she just was horrible to everyone and she wouldn't tell everyone anyone what like the issue was she just uh she was very insufferable in R yes but yes but, like, you can understand her, and I really, I loved uh, Wicked Lady. I I may have did a very terrible cosplay of her once in high
1: school. <laughs> there, there, is, there is cosplay and fan fiction that you have told me about that, that we are not seeing, but... Uh, I, I really do have another question, though. Um, yeah. Obviously, it worked for you, but... What what was it like when you watched your second episode of Sailor Moon, and it like it wasn't Crystal Clear Destiny? It was like <laughs> it was like the ep- episode the, where
2: the, the moon it: yeah. Oh oh no, should have Well, no, because I then watched it in order. Uh, okay. Um, and wait, do you yeah, mean
0: you mean you watched the episode after Crystal Clear Destiny, or do you mean you went back to the beginning?
2: Oh no no I wa- I watched after I uh, I went from Crystal Clear Destiny to the episodes after that and eventually I think I circled around and got to the beginning Sure sure Um and yeah no I I was I, I loved everything I thought it like even you know the, the sillier episodes and like I didn't you know it was just so new and different for me like I'd never seen stories like this and characters like this really like geared up that you know a a teenage girl could like relate to and you know just complex stories because i think a lot like you know in american television you have you know, the sitcom and it's like you know each day is and you know each episode is a new adventure but you know you have in anime you have these continuing arcs and like epic storylines and animation like that was just really unique to me And
0: um, just to clarify yeah Uh, The episode after Crystal Clear Destiny is a Reluctant Princess, and that's the one where it's another weird one because it's that's the one where all their memories come back, and or Mm -hmm. where her memory comes back. So it's another like very um, you know uh, mythology episode. But the episode after that is the episode where
2: oh, the Princess Training School.
0: No, no, it's actually Bad Hair Day, where where you saw you might get a haircut. (laughs) <laughs> and she goes to the beauty salon, and there's a beauty salon monster. So we did go right back into a crazy
1: episode. <laughs> I I do love that monster, though.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, no, it, it was great. And you know the the episodes after that, the princess school and the yep, yep. the ice skating episode. I I thought they were all you know fun and delightful, and uh, you know just it it was great. Like again, it was just so unique to me. I was I. I don't think like I cared. I watched, you know, just everything. And I just, you know, soaked it all in. I, I do love the high mythology episodes, like the, these big episodes, like the one we are about to see are, you know, are, are, are some of my favorite though. I have to say every, like every time my friends and I do get together to like for, for Sailor Moon slumber party or just, you know, hanging out, uh, we, we will invariably watch episodes like, you know, um, uh, what's this, the same? the Red butler episode
3: yes so, yes
2: as one of my friends uh calls it uh the the fattest cat that ever came to cat town
1: <laughs> <laughs> well we first of all if you like mythology driven episodes and <laughs> wicked lady strap in we're all gonna have a real good time today <laughs> Uh, like, wait hold on we but,
0: gotta do our quick uh, our quick uh yeah that's, usual the, that's what i'm that's what i'm doing oh, good. <laughs> okay. we
1: we already know that you're you're pro memory you're pro miracle romance <laughs> yes. Yeah. you saw it at its best but do, what do you think about the other things that we often talk about on the on the show like well, cookbook oh well the, uh, the
2: oh yeah no i love it i never thought about it but i i am all for cookbook i i think they would be adorable together it's funny because now that like I'm watching it with those lenses, I was like, "Oh yeah, look at that."
0: Okay, and then uh, I th- I, unless I miss it, I think we missed the biggest question, which is who's your favorite scout?
2: Oh gosh, um, I don't. You know, I almost don't know precisely if I have like a favorite favorite scout. Um, I am. I'm definitely kind of a usagi. I'm. I can be pretty lazy, and I love food. <laughs> um, but actually, I I love hotaru. I, I kind of identify with that like weirdo loner uh, persona and, but yeah, I just, I love her, her storyline. I think she is just such an interesting character and um, the, she has some pretty epic moments, maybe not in these episodes, but uh, <laughs> in, in a few, a few episodes after. And, but yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, H- Hotaru in the, like, if you go for the outer senshi um and, and yeah, Usagi. But I really, I love them all. <laughs> I, I never like, I never was like, ah, oh, that character's not great. I, I think they're all, all great.
1: Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Lindsay, I am excited to have you on the show. You are Thank very you. enthusiastic, and and that's what this episode demands because <laughs> things are about to get weird. But before we get into the episode, we have a little bit of Sailor Business business. Okay, uh, to get through. Uh, first of all, um, our chibi uh as of this recording, our chibi-sode about the, uh, our hypothetical 2017 Sailor Moon reboot uh, has gone up and people are listening listening to it. We're getting some really great responses from listeners uh, through email, through Twitter, Already? Uh, cool. telling us what, what they would want. Uh, and so I think our next chibi Jordan, should probably just be us reading and talking about these suggestions because we're getting some really good stuff.
2: Ooh, that okay. does sound like a good idea.
1: Like people definitely want to know if we want to keep Ami as a cyborg, but we will talk about that <laughs> when we get to it.
2: Funny, funny you should say that because in in the manga, uh, Hotaru is actually a cyborg. What really? Yeah, in in the explosion, um, she's uh, injured so much that she's essentially a cyborg.
1: <laughs> That's wild.
2: Okay, her storyline is much more devastating in the um, manga, main, mainly because uh, Tomoe is is a lot darker in the manga, which I would sounds crazy, but like when he's Professor Tomoe, he you know he's he's full of like. Nuts, but um, you know when he's with Hotaru, you know he's sweet and he's gentle. Um, but he's not that way in the manga, which huh. makes it so much sadder because she gets, you know, she's like really on her own. Like she, she, you know, her her father's a monster. Okay, <laughs> much much like Naru.
1: No, well, that's definitely something that I want to talk about. So please, like, keep on sending those in because it's probably going to be uh, probably shortly after this episode airs, that we're going to do something with that. Uh, so get those in while you can. Uh, but here's the other piece of Sailor Business Business. Uh, I told Jordan, before we started the show, that I have a surprise for him. Okay. Jordan, would you like to know what your surprise is? I mean, y- yes.
0: <laughs> Chris, I don't believe you! Oh, no. <laughs> How dare you fucking say that? Oh, you fucking <laughs> piece of no, shit. No, I
1: didn't
0: <laughs> I hate Sailor Mars. <laughs>
1: wow. I have a Jordan soundboard. <laughs> who who made this for you? <laughs> uh this was made for us uh by uh the empathic Twitch on uh, on Twitter, who provided me with so many Jordan D. White sound clips that i cannot upload them all to the program we use wow i i can have a different set of sound clips for every episode for about the next month and a half
0: wow i have to act sorry for being
1: wrong about something (laughs) oh (laughs) that sounds out of context if you ask me (laughs) Uh, nope nope it's all perfectly great so uh oh great wonderful yeah, um, I guess I guess I'll see you when I see ya. Baby... Cause uh, I have I have this now. Cartoons when baby... are dumb. Ugh. When, when <laughs> baby Darian is born, you'll be all set. Uh, it's gonna be very good. It's gonna be very very good. Ugh. But yes, the Jordan soundboard is here, everyone. And I gotta say, um, the empathic Twitch did an amazing job. If you if you pop these things open as MP3s, it literally has each episode in the like the album field uh, that each of these comes wow. from. And it's it's all very very good. Right. So, how many sound clips is it actually? Uh, let's see here. Uh, the first batch, the first batch, which includes you saying, "Uh, please tell me Ami is not on LinkedIn," <laughs> which I don't remember quite where that comes me from. Me neither.
2: I think you guys were talking about like what kind of um social media things you would be using, oh, sure, like sure, face- sure. you know, like sure. Facebook and Twitter.
0: What social media do you want? to be
2: on it, and yeah. And Ami would be on LinkedIn. The, the, you know, I, I'm one of those fans who may have listened to episodes <laughs> more than a couple of times. Nice. So i memorize things for whatever reason. I'm like, oh, that's the episode where that happened.
1: Uh, I've got 46 Jordan sound clips oh to choose gosh. from. <laughs> wow.
0: That's, listen, that's impressive. And there probably hasn't been anyone that obsessed with my voice since me. So... <laughs> That's pretty Chris, awesome, Chris. I don't believe you. <laughs> <sighs> uh,
1: oh. It's, it's going to be very good, but yeah, let's okay. Enough, enough time wasted with all this setup. Let me scroll back to the beginning of the soundboard, and let's talk about this episode. Okay.
0: Maxfield Stanton has that sweet, sweet gazillionaire money <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: oh. this week we are watching shadow of destruction the messiah of silence awakens episode 123 of sailor moon s jordan yes you should be so happy that i'm even talking to you when i oh, have the soundboard get out of here you
0: can't get the actual information from the soundboard i i mean i have a wiki page i could just do it yeah but you can't play the game that's true. That's true. What, what's the game, Jordan? Explain the game, if we have any new listeners. The game is... Oh, there's still new listeners! Go back to episode one.
1: There might be. All right, new Chris, listener. I don't believe you. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> new listeners, go back to episode one. But, to humor you for a moment, the game here is that in the original American dub, they gave all the episodes new names. And so Chris is going to try to guess what the original dub name of this episode was.
1: Which is very difficult because they're all terrible. Oh, yeah. This one... uh, So what's the real name? The real name is uh, Shadow of Destruction, the Messiah of Silence Awakens.
0: Okay. Here's my hint. It it has to do with the same exact thing that that's about, but... Imagine you were treating it as lightly as possible. Like it's
1: really not that big of a deal. It's a pretty bad title. Is it like, is it like, wake up, Hotaru? You're so close. (laughs) Really close. If Hotaru wakes up? Imagine she was at a hotel. (laughs) Hotaru's wake up call. It's wake up call. (laughs) Oh my God. Wake up call. Oh my God. I can't believe I got that one. (laughs) Like pretty much got that one. What, <laughs> what a boring title. Yeah. Uh, uh this episode has the debut of uh, a new villain. Uh, people like are gonna start exploding soon. Uh but yes, like like oh, oh, Chibius is gonna be sacrificed on an altar. <laughs> yep. Spoilers! Uh, wake up, call. Wake up call. Well again,
0: they didn't they didn't spoil any of that in the title. Can you believe it?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, well, Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, the Japanese episode really doesn't give any. Spoilers.
1: I mean, it tells you the messiah of Silence Awakens, but like we've been building to that for a whole season, yeah. so it's not yeah. like that's a surprise.
2: Well, I mean, it could have easily been like Chibi gets her heart ripped out.
1: <laughs> so uh, we open at Mugen Academy, uh, where we've been for like the past, it feels like months. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Lindsay. Uh, we get a fucking super intense this week on Sailor Moon with like the arms of the dead <laughs> grabbing at Hotaru
2: crucified Huta- Hotaru crucified. we see Hotaru crucified on a cross <laughs> yep. zombie, zombie students it's it's a horror it, like, these next two episodes really have like terrifying images Haruka gets fucking struck by
1: lightning <laughs> in this <intégring>. <laughs> <speaking <laughs> <speaking this
0: episode is crazy um i think i think this my notes for this episode have the most question marks of any <laughs> of any uh notes i've ever had like so many of my
1: notes end in question marks because i'm just like what <laughs> yeah this episode is it is bananas i mean i i'll i'll tell you right now we don't have to wait for final thoughts i fucking love these two episodes that we're gonna watch
2: oh i'm so glad
1: but they are bonkers.
2: because you, you've sometimes not liked the the super dramatic ones. Because I, I, and I do like how you go for like the really funny ones. But I, I love these episodes so much. So I'm really glad that you, you love these because they are they're amazing. And the two episodes after are like equally intense. Maybe your next host will be in tears when she's recounting that. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers.
1: Yeah, we open at Moogan Academy. Shit's going down. The student body has been turned into zombies. Oh, there is a helipad. <laughs> there is a helipad. That was
0: the thing we talked about last episode. I'm sorry. I suggested there might not be a helipad. Of
1: course, <laughs> yeah, how how dare you?
2: Where where are these kids' parents, guys?
0: You know what, Jordan? Yeah, I have to act sorry for being <sighs> wrong about something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I can't, like, I know that's gonna get old eventually, but right now it's not, not for me anyway. Well, Sorry, listeners. You know what?
0: There is sorrow in the wind.
1: Yeah, so that's, that, this is how weird things get right off. We pull back from Mugen Academy, and we get, like, a a shot, like an aerial shot of Tokyo, and then we go to, like, Haruka and Mishiru's building and their rooftop zen garden.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that! They have a zen garden!
0: It's enormous.
2: You would think they would have a helipad.
0: Their helipad is hidden in their... In their uh, uh, aquarium. I mean... Oh.
2: Real. oh, right!
1: the uh, helipad is behind the Zen Garden. Because, you know, <laughs> the helicopter lands and it messes up all the sand and that's the impermanence that you look for in a Zen Garden, right?
2: Well, they they are waxing poetic. So, you know, <laughs> yes. where, where else will you uh, wax poetic? Except the Zen Garden.
1: Then we get another aerial shot of Tokyo with some weird bubbles... <laughs> and this is this is Chibi dream sequence, or, or she's just like thinking about Hotaru. Yeah, yeah this this is, just... this
2: is where she's just thinking about Hotaru. Wait for the dream sequence.
0: She's thinking about her in the bathtub. Yeah, that's why
1: there's baths. Um, hey, bathtub. The it's interesting you bring that up. Surely this is going to be like other episodes we had where we're just like you know the water is going to be covering things so we're not staring at these naked characters. <laughs> nope. No. It's no.
2: But in Japan they don't have the same kind of puritanical views as Americans have sure. about the, I mean, the, the I mean, naked I mean, body. I
1: think mean, puritanical <laughs> is a little strong for me being like, oh could have done without it. Maybe throw some little bath in there. Is Chibi vaping? What has she got in her mouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I that's don't know. Our, that's our next Chibisode is Chibi is Is she vaping? <laughs> <laughs> no, really, what has she got in her mouth? Oh, is hey. the lunapede just a vapor egg?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's an e-cigarette. It really is. <laughs> oh, God, it, it yeah It looks like one. So, she's
0: from the future. It's accepted by then. So she's in the bathtub. We see way too much of her. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> Meanwhile, yes. Usagi is crouching naked near her and showering. Big as up
2: well yeah that 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 is how you do it in japan the The bathtub isn't for actually bathing you actually you wash you clean yourself in the the shower that like usagi is doing with mm-hmm. and that stool um and the bathtub is you know some it uh, i'm not quite sure i I wish my roommate who lived in Japan was here right now because she could explain it a little better but that that is how you do it in Japan. You actually clean yourself um in like the little shower area and I think they you have kind
1: of, a good soaking thing
2: you do they it it is what it is actually how it's done it it when i was in japan i i saw that there that was pretty common
0: but we see um not this, <laughs> we see
2: a lot of them <laughs> we see
0: a lot of usagi but also the other uncommon thing besides the fact that she's naked is that uh, her hair is down she's actually washing
1: her hair yes. so this is the first time in a long time that we've seen usagi with her hair down to the point where it's like She looks weird. She doesn't (laughs) look like Usagi, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't look like Usagi. She looks like Mina. Mm -hmm. Except different bangs, but yeah. So Chibi goes to bed.
0: Well, first uh, Usagi has to slip and fall into the bathtub face first.
1: Well, yeah, we get some comedy. Also, Chibi doesn't have her hair up. So we see Chibi with her hair down, too. Which Mm -hmm. is, again, something we haven't seen in a really long time. But as soon as, like, this scene... I love how weird... Like... I want people to imagine this being their first episode of Sailor Moon because this tiny child goes, hey, I'm going to bed. I'm worried about Hotaru, but I'm going to try and keep my spirits up. And then this other girl, like this older girl, goes, uh-huh. And then turns around and sees two very serious looking cats <laughs> who nodding her. And then she runs down the street in the middle of the night and goes, some shit's about to go down at Hogan Academy.
2: That that's true, but what actually I really like is especially with the bathtub scene is like you see how much like Chibiusa and Usagi's relationship has grown. Like they're it it's much more mature now and less fraught. And I, I like I like the moment as as weird as it is, um, you know, it, it's a nice like beat of character development. And then yeah, just cats. Very start to-
0: <laughs> dour cats.
2: Who's <laughs> so dour?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, this actually is a really interesting mark of progression because we have another Chibiusa and Usagi bathing scene to compare it to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from, like, the. That's what, the first or second Chibiusa episode? Oh, when where she pops imagine. up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she pops up like a submarine in the, uh, in the bathtub.
0: Right, right.
1: So, from there. Uh, Usagi starts running down the street And we get like an overlay We're back to the zombie students marching Usagi's running and looking <laughs> super focused I, I love the idea That this could be your first episode <laughs> But then we cut to Hotaru Who is the I guess the Messiah of Silence Is the way to refer to her in this form She's in her, her Ruffled purple dress <laughs> She's got her black star on her throat uh, and she But she's having a bad time
2: she needs her, her she needs the heart she needs the heart crystal she
1: needs her inhaler
2: <laughs> but but here's the thing um you know she keeps asking for a heart crystal but the thing is she's not she just doesn't need lots of them she needs a specific one to awaken she needs like the purest heart
0: is that because that's new information then right because
2: well it's I don't think they really correctly um ever explain it because she's just saying you know she needs a pure heart right. um but it she needs a specific one to awaken that they they really don't um they don't explain it cor- correctly but i think it's clearer in the manga okay but that that's why she's always suffering she needs a specific pure heart
0: because yeah, again With, like we we've always i always talk about the fact that she's constantly going i need more pure hearts give me pure hearts and it's like we've never seen you get one pure heart dude
2: i think she just says pure heart I don't think she says yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm I, I would have to look back, but I think she only says heart and I and I think it really only means a specific heart. Hmm. So that that's what I always remembered and that's what I always knew, took from it.
1: I am occasionally bad at reading subtext. I'll like cop to that okay. pretty uh pretty readily. I don't think I could miss the subtext of uh Chibi running around naked and then cutting to Hotaru clutching her chest and going, I need Chibi heart. <laughs> Uh,
0: heavy breathing. Yeah. Shaking.
1: Now, Hotaru's not alone in, in the room. Wait, uh, we have Professor Tomoe. And- Mr.
0: Cookbook is saying he's not good at reading subtext. <laughs> anyway.
1: Oh, no, Jordan, that's just text. Okay, right. That's just like hard. Like, you can't. It's canon. Yeah, it's canon, it's Jordan. Canon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Chris, I don't believe you. Oh, I don't God. believe you. That's two of us. Oh, you fucking <laughs> piece of no, shit. No, no, I like that one, except <laughs> that it. it's too bad you start yelling at the end of it, but that's because that's a pretty good one. How dare you fucking say that? Oh, sorry. How about that one? <laughs> that's a good that one. That good. So uh-huh. Chris was saying that he, she's not alone in the room. Correct. There's
1: Professor Tomoe. Correct. And then there's the fifth question mark and final question mark, question mark, question mark, member of the witches' Five. Cypreen. Uh, and this is Supreme. Yeah. She's wearing the
0: dumbest glasses in the universe. She has the dumbest glasses. I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you wear those? Yeah, oh she's yeah, like some fighter Jerusalem shit with these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like one... I, I don't even know how to describe it. One like John Lennon lens. Perfectly <laughs> round. The circle. And then one... The other one, though, is like... I,
2: I, I think actually I, they are supposed to be the same no wait
1: no oh, no gosh. no they, they are, are very different one's yeah, like, one think side is... angle or something it's super weird one side's completely round. the other side is the squirtle squad <laughs> <laughs> they are weird glasses she also has a big braided side pony what color is her hair with a single odongo oh she has blue hair and red earrings and blue eyes okay and Insurance? apparently
2: no. no clothes under that lab coat.
1: Oh, no. It does not look like it. I mean, it, honestly, it looks about like the rest of the the sexy grad students that we've seen.
2: Yeah, no, that was the other thing. Like, in the manga, I don't think they actually were, like, regular humans who were corrupted. If I recall, they were just um, other you know, they, they again, they kind of were like the Spectre sisters and like the four generals, they like appeared for one episode before they died, which, you know, happens to some the witches five as opposed to others. But I think they actually kind of they were just um, they all came from this same uh, dimension where all these other uh Uh, people are coming from to that are trying to invade Earth. But that, I I could be wrong, but I think that's how it was.
0: Well, no, I think because we've established that they have, like, real names, too. So,
2: yeah, but I mean,
1: like, that could, they could just get those.
2: Yeah, I think those are just, you know, uh, it's like um, Maxfield Stanton. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not his real name. It's his, well, it's his dumb name, but...
0: um... Maxfield Stanton has that sweet, sweet billionaire <sighs> money.
2: <laughs> it, of course, it's his, it's his alias. Like, so they, I think they just take on human aliases. Though, I really do like the idea, this idea that they were just like grad students who took <laughs> away corrupted. It, it's a lot. It's a fun idea.
0: So, uh, speaking of me uh, acting sorry because I was wrong about something, Chris, I gave you shit over calling uh, Kaori Knight a, a vampire,
1: a Dracula. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, do you. Wait, wait. Are you talking about Kill Knight? Because I'm not like her. She sucks, but I am not like her at all, and I hate her. <laughs> that is how Supreme feels, yes. um But I
0: implied that she was not a vampire, and she decided she really wanted to prove <laughs> me wrong. <laughs> so she's in this episode showing up, dangling upside down from the ceiling, dressed all in black. All in black
2: white skin red hair
0: she did not like that I did not get she was going for a vampire thing That <laughs> yeah, you really
1: you biffed that one <laughs> wow and, and the whole Thing is, like, is just talking so much shit. Yeah. Um, and Kaolinite is like hanging upside down in, in the, the pipes at, at the roof of the underground. And we see Saprina and she's like, she's got this big, like, you know, colon D face <laughs> which she's looking <like>, <laughs> at And then she looks, it's not like a, oh, she's right behind me. She looks directly at Kaolinite <laughs> and is like, what's up? And then, like, gets so mad that she disapparates. Yeah.
2: And, then, and then crushes, like, metal or stone.
0: Yeah, yeah, she she yeah. smashes through a pipe or something, yeah. <laughs> it's very good. But but that gives Kaori the idea. Okay, that girl's going to get a, a quantity of, of pure hearts, but I'm going to get quality of pure hearts. I'm going to go after that one annoying girl that Hotaru keeps hanging out with.
2: And she's right! She's right! She gets it right!
0: <laughs> Chris, I have a pure heart. Probably has an artifact in it. It's accurate. Accurate. She's going after Jordan's pure it's heart. True. I think. It's <laughs> true. She should. I I i probably have uh, have the Liberty Bell inside my heart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cut that one out, please. <laughs> for the next round. Uh so yes, uh Kill and I is gonna go get Chibiusa's pure heart and feed it to Hotaru, because it's the purest heart of all, which means when I asked if Usagi had the purest heart of all, no, that I was very
0: close. No, you said that you said Usagi was the Messiah.
1: No, no I mean I might have said that as well, but uh, <laughs> but I definitely said Usagi has the like. My theory was that Usagi has the purest heart of all, and so I'm gl- I'm very I was very close. You were like, right. f- also, but we don't ago. know
0: that it's because it's the purest heart of all. It could just be because she's in love with her.
1: No, she she does say I'm going to go get the purest heart. <laughs> yeah, but. The best pure heart. There These is, guys are wrong about a lot
0: of stuff. Don't worry about it, <laughs> You can't.
1: You can't just say yeah, yeah. The text is just wrong about a lot. They of say stuff. a lot of things that they're wrong a lot. Yeah, well, so do we on this very show.
0: <laughs> so anyway, now we cut to a dream. Oh my now god! Now we're up in the fucking dream
1: sequence, and t- Jordan. Yes, and then, Lindsay. You did you watch? Have you recently watched the like Cloverway version of this episode?
2: Oh god, no, I. I tried and I I can't watch the dub, the Cloverweight dub of it. It, It's so bad. I really, really hate Usagi's voice actress, which I don't like Linda Valentine. And I I feel bad because um, I have friends who have met her and they say she's like the nicest person. But I hate the affected voice that she gives she, her. She's my it,
0: least favorite of the original three.
2: Yeah, Terry Hawks is great. And I, I like I have a will forever have like a a love for the Deke Dub because it is, you know, it, it meant you know, falling in love with Sailor Moon meant so much to me and like even as bonkers as things got with the Deke Dub, I, I still like have a love for it. And I think Terry Hawks was a great Sailor Moon.
1: Jordan, did you watch the the
0: Cloverway dub from before we did this episode? So I didn't, but because you mentioned it, I'm literally looking at it right now.
1: <laughs> do they show Hotaru crucified <laughs> on a straight up Jesus cross in the American version of this episode? Well, With-
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research on this because. The, the video I have does have that. But again, the video I have has like everything restored. So that's why the video I have had like uh, Uranus's butt that one time and all that stuff. <laughs> so, uh, but I, there's a website called Sailor Moon uh, Uncensored uh, where they document in crazy detail, like to the second, everything that gets cut. So I'm going to take a quick look at it.
1: Okay.
2: They they did that actually there was there was a, an escoplone uncensored because when they had it on the W B they like cut it to hell and that that was interesting
0: yeah here we go here we go. Fourteen seconds were cut. Uh, The infamous scene of Hotaru on the cross during Chibi Chibiusa's dream is hacked to death. Actually, it was kept (laughs) more intact than I thought it would. Basically, there was 14 second chunk where we could actually tell that she was on a cross and they cut that 14 second segment. All the rest was kept. I'm surprised they even kept the concept of her getting grabbed by the hands of death, as I like
1: to call them. So they only show the close up of Hotaru on the cross getting grabbed by the... By the zombie hands.
2: And being dragged away. I watched this
1: tonight while my my wife and I were eating dinner. And I, like, she was looking at her phone or something. And I was like, holy shit, look at the television. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Sailor Saturn is currently being crucified. Yes, yes. That is, I'm not surprised to hear that they
0: cut it. That being said, because I'm on this page. And again, it's a great site. If you want to know the details of what they've cut and what they didn't. It's smuncensored.com. Remember a few moments ago when we saw full frontal nudity of Yusa? <laughs> uh huh. They did
1: not cut that. Weird.
0: They I mean, did like not that cut,
1: cut that it, at I mean, all. I mean, look, we we if if you don't have like the show in front of you, it's it's just. I, I mean, it's it's almost like it's like Ken dolls, you know. Yeah. There's like no like they're just like blocks of of <laughs> skin color. Sure, like, it's still unusual to see yeah, a naked eight year old cartoon on the television. Yeah. Considering how much they cut out of the, the Deke version.
0: Yeah, the Deke version, they would add, like, extra water in scenes. They, they'd, like... Anyway.
2: Or they would add, like, a nightshirt or something.
0: All that all that stuff, yeah. Anyway, good to know.
2: <laughs> this nightmare sequence, I remember when I first saw it. I was like, what is going on? It, it's truly terrifying. Especially for, like, a obsessively kids' show.
1: Oh, it's very scary. <laughs> like, it's, like... It's literally Hotaru on a cross with, like, zombie hands grabbing her.
2: It's like, this would be scary on my fucking Twin Peaks. <laughs> Actually, both both of these episodes have some really terrifying imagery. I, most of my notes consist of, this is creepy. This is very, very creepy. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: yeah. So Hotaru, or uh, Chibiusa wakes up, and then we see this the Mugen Academy students marching again. And then they... Uh, and again, imagine this is the first episode. <laughs> you've seen a vampire lady, you've seen a girl getting crucified, people talking about feeding people hearts. Yeah. So all the zombie students walk into a it to, Jordan. It looks like it looks like maybe some crystals are involved in this. There's definitely a weird statue.
0: There's always crystals involved in fucking Sailor Moon, but not that kind of crystals. No, those are just stained glass windows
1: is that what those are supposed to okay well which is weird cuz we certainly don't see that on the exterior shots of yeah. Mugen Academy which we have seen several of now
0: but here's my question cuz again this so this this part has a lot of like wait what questions um why the fuck did it take them so long to do this they're trying to get <laughs> they're trying to get Hearts from people and they have a school full of thousands of children. Why do, And they just go, you know what? Why don't we just take their hearts? Hey, that's a good idea. And remember last episode where we did this elaborate shit with a test and computers? Yes. That was a fucking waste of time. Guys, just walk in and give us your hearts. Cool? Cool. Well, the, well this is their, it's, it's their end game. I guess, yeah, I guess it is. But why? But they just do the end game. I don't understand what changed, other than that they kept failing. But it was like, just do this, just do this from the
3: beginning.
2: It's like when Deal creates that program that'll like identify who has the talismans. It's like, why sure, didn't yes. you do that sooner? Right, Cause,
3: right. Because
2: she was at her end game.
0: Uh, <laughs> this is a another Power Rangers move where it's like, why didn't you just send a giant fucking monster instead of a small monster? <laughs> Jake, I'll let you handle it.
1: <laughs> if <you> want to <laughs> get in on that one. We also have uh, Supreme pulling some, like, tr- true glorious Godfrey shit. Like, <laughs> shouting, uh, students of Mugen Academy, now is the time to give your pure hearts to the Death Busters," Which is so great. I love this. Now, there's a casual... There's
0: a thing that I didn't notice on first viewing, but I'll... I'll call it out because otherwise it won't, I mean, just so it makes more sense. There's a giant fucking statue, which they never say, hey, that statue is how we're doing this. But,
1: spoiler, that statue is how they're doing this. Well, it has a black star on the neck in the same place that Hotaru does. Yeah, yes, it does. I mean, like, it's, I think it's a statue of someone we're going to meet in a minute. But yes, they're doing <laughs> it through the statue. Uh, we also get to see uh, Supreme in her costume for the first time mm-hmm. uh, in this scene. She looks uh, and Pitlull, who we'll see in a minute, look fucking great. It's
2: they're great. They're awesome. I I have friends who uh, who who did a cosplay of this, and it's just nice. gorgeous.
1: Are they twins?
2: No, no, no. They're just friends. But yeah, no. I I, I love their their design. I love all the, the witches five. They're some of my favorite characters.
1: There's some very good uh, Witches 5 cosplay out there, including Valui, who, uh, scientifically speaking, uh, looks like a sexy chandelier, (laughs) which we determined through... It's not science. Many people voted.
0: Not not that many. The sample size was good. It's still not science. Anyway, look... um, uh, Here's part two of my what the fuck uh, of this scene. So the Sailor Scouts, uh, and by Sailor Scouts, I mean uh, in their civilian identities, have all snuck in with the zombie students. An alarm goes off? I don't fucking know. Everything turns red and they get captured in a bubble and taken up. Uh, At which point I immediately went, wait, what? Why didn't you (laughs) fucking take their hearts too? Just, Just go, oh, cool. Take their hearts too. Now the Scouts are dead. Awesome. The end.
2: Oh, but that would be no fun. I mean, it would be
0: plenty fun <laughs> no, for the forces of evil.
2: No, because if you're gonna, you're gonna see in a minute, screen is like pulling some true like Bond villain like moves on on the scouts. And she's if,
0: going to fail like a Bond villain.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, but I think being, uh, the the kind fight of scene in this episode is one of the best.
0: Well, if there's any villains out there listening, <laughs> my <laughs> advice to you is just. Just kill the good guys when you have the easy opportunity.
2: Uh, t- take some uh, Scott Evil advice. Yes. Uh, the, she, I have in my room. We'll shoot it together. It'll
0: be fun. Right. They are literally yanking out hearts by the roomful. And they just kind of go, oh, those five girls. And it's not like they don't know it's they're the Sailor Scouts. She literally brings them upstairs and goes, I know you're the Sailor Scouts. So she could have just yanked out all their hearts, one forever, but no. Uh, so
1: she brings them upstairs to her office. <laughs> and we get, we, I want to do a little quick fashion corner. Because okay. uh, we got some uh, super cute outfits going on. Uh, especially uh, uh, Lita slash Makoto. We have seen similar outfits to this before, but I don't think we've seen this one. It's the, the two-tone green like turtleneck over the, the dress with the leggings.
2: Oh, I love it. I, I would wear that.
1: Minako has that cool jean jacket and like some earth tone uh like top and skirt. Uh Ray is like dressed comfy. Like like this is clearly like Ray's stealth gear. Um and Ami is dressed like Murder <laughs> Murder, she Wrote. Yes. Ami is dressed, like <laughs> lime green sweater. Through. She has a lime green cardigan over a a blue like there's a sky blue. Blue. sky blue. Sky blue. <laughs> She looks like she's about to just (laughs) hand a Werther's Original to (laughs) Supreme. And Usagi's wearing
2: a cute outfit. Oh yeah,
1: Usagi's is also really cute. She's got kind of a loose sweater with like a big, uh, like a chunky neck. And uh, and a a skirt, like a pleated skirt. It's very good. Some very cute stuff. What's weird about this episode to me is there's
0: a lot in this episode that just doesn't ever get explained. Uh Uh-huh.
2: Well, Uh we know why. We have to save the time for a full transformation sequence.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, we'll get to that in a moment. Oh, oh I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, you, it. You fucking would. <laughs> um, all right, we'll get to that in a second. because yeah, I like the show, Jordan. <laughs> I love the show. I love yes, the show. Okay. Sure you I do. want the show to, to be its best self. <laughs> anyway. Um, I hate Sailor Mars. <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, no. Uh, can, can we talk about Uranus and Neptune again. Why are they not zombies?
1: I mean, that's an excellent question. <laughs> well,
2: I think that like they're they're with other other students, so like she already got like the first wave of like hearts, and they were like kind of chilling out with the the second wave that hasn't been, you know. But everybody was marching
0: was marching into the school like a zombie. Shh! Don't ask <laughs> questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of things that don't get explain. Okay. So. So so, basically she goes, yeah, I know you're the Sailor Scouts, just so
1: you know. And then And I the love Sailor this because Scouts. she goes, hey, you're the Sailor Scouts. And the Scouts are like, we will now confirm that theory <laughs> that you have. Thank you.
0: Yes. It's the longest transformation sequence in the history of the show.
2: It's pretty long.
0: I love it. It's half the first act.
2: I do like their speeches, though. Yeah, that's what makes it great. Because we get... <laughs> They give speeches, and we get
1: everybody's catchphrase. And we we have not gotten everybody's catchphrase in a long-ass time. I have not heard, douse yourself in water and repent. I have not heard, in the name of Mars, I will chastise you, for a long time. So here's how it goes. Well, we'll
0: do You know, I mean, you're right, because it's, it's an important part of the plot. Let's, you know, let's do the walkthrough, because that's what people are listening for. They don't want to miss part of the show. So okay, first, Venus so has thing. Venus star power. Okay. Yeah, star power. Then, and she grabs her wand.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> her, <laughs> her nails get painted with stars and she oh, grabs God. her wand. Yes.
0: Then Mercury star power and her nails and she grabs her wand. And they're then, blue,
1: though. Uh, oh, Venus's we're, were orange. Amis Mars star
0: power and she gets her yeah. Mars wand.
1: There's They're red. Her, her nails are red.
0: Jupiter star power. And she grabs <laughs> Green. her wand. Yes. And then. Oh, what's this? It's a heart-shaped brooch of some sort. And it opens. There's a crystal inside. Moon cosmic power. Hand goes over it. Lots of sparkles. And then they all say makeup in unison. So what I think is funny about that I is that, love it. I that Venus love it. has to wait like 10 minutes to say makeup. She's like, Venus star power!
2: She has excellent (laughs) breast support.
0: And then eventually she says makeup. Then they all transform. transform. that one out for the soundboard, please. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Uh, And uh, so then they all transform. And yes, they do all give little speeches. Although, wait, do they? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Venus says, you know, with love and beauty, I will save this planet. Ami says, you know, douse yourself in water and repent. Uh, we we get in the name of Mars I will chastise you. We get my favorite, uh, which is Jupiter uh saying, I'm gonna fill you so full of regret it'll leave you numb, which yes. is like fucking rad. <laughs> That's intense. And it
0: shows each of their full transformations. It doesn't yeah. just cut a little piece of it, it shows the full thing for each of them, one at a time.
1: It's like but but I love this because this is the shit getting real. Endgame. It's
2: the end game. <laughs> yeah.
1: The game is about to change, Jordan D. White. Like, we're about to meet a new friend in a minute. <laughs> so then
0: Sailor Moon finally transforms. She doesn't have a speech yet. Well, she
2: does. She says the, the thing about the Sailor team.
0: I don't fucking know. It's a long <laughs> transformation.
2: It is long, but it, it's, it actually, it pays off, I think. Uh, even though I do love the the full transformation sequence, I think this one pays off.
0: So they're done. They're <laughs> done. Ten minutes later, they're done. Uh, they wake up. Uh, Supreme. They start shooting at her. Uh, Mars begins with a burning mandala, and she shoots fire at her. It is uh, so
1: weird to me that you are like mad that you're seeing transformation sequences on a Sailor Moon because it's the longest one. Because again, it's it's a big like. Well, so to me, the
0: fact that it's a big moment is the opposite of when I want to see a transformation. I I'm like, Oh shit. What's going to happen. Oh, I'll find out someday. Okay. Oh, they're going to do
1: the, all right.
0: They're going to do the Jordan, rest.
1: I, I mean this with like, all due respect and friendship and, and love. It's coming from my heart. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, man. Like, Fine. The transformation sequences are awesome like I love the, like, the transformation sequences are frequently the best animated part of the show and they look great like especially Moon Cosmic Power like, yeah it's terrific man Yeah, but I've seen it a lot yeah well again this is meant to be everyone's first episode
2: uh, no I would not recommend
1: this I as a first episode at here. all start no. here no. if you've never seen an episode of Sailor Moon this is the one to watch no not at all true
0: so uh she shoots burning mandala at her does that kill her uh yes
1: no so it's time for sailor businesses no
0: it does not kill her what happens instead sailor mars gets fucking
1: slammed yeah spring doesn't give fuck it does shatter the glass in the office which is pretty cool Then a blue
0: light and a red light appear, and they slam the shit out of Sailor Mars into a wall. I hate Sailor Mars. (laughs) Yes. It wasn't me, but, I mean, it could have been. No. No. Ridiculous. So then Venus goes, well, I can do this with my love me chain, obviously. She wraps her love me chain around her, and Supreme goes, oh, you think you've caught me, do you? And then all of a sudden, with no fucking explanation, there is a random
1: twin.
2: Prepare for trouble and make it double. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, first, Venus gets hit with a fucking wrecking ball. Yes. Uh, that, that Again, like <laughs> knocks her out of the frame so fast. It's brutal. It looks great. So remember how Supreme was blue? Well,
0: the, all of a sudden, an exact replica Except, uh, swapped left to right, and everything that was blue is now red, shows up, and she goes, hey, I'm- oh, jeez, how do you pronounce this?
1: Tilol? Petul? Ptlol? Hey, hold on. Is the P silent? Petul. Great. Oh,
0: apparently in the Cloverway dub, they call her- Ptoral.
2: Well, that's the, you know, reading the katakana and, uh, you know, interchanging the R's with the L's.
0: In the Tokyo yeah. Pop manga, get ready for this, oh, no. already, they call her Petite
1: Roll.
2: Petite Roll? Are you kidding <laughs> petite me? Petite Roll.
1: I can't believe Bunny fought Petite Roll. <laughs> exactly, Bunny fought Petite Roll in the original.
2: Oh, wait, wait, my, my roommate is saying that that is how you would write Petite Roll in katakana.
0: That's ridiculous and amazing.
2: She she that, lived in Japan, so she, she knows these things.
0: That's amazing. But apparently it is a mineral, patilolite. Ah, there you
2: go. Is it really?
0: That's what Wiki Moon says and Wiki Moon wouldn't
1: lie. Wiki <laughs> moon wouldn't lie about
0: rocks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> rocks and think, minerals.
1: Who do we ha- know anybody who's gotten like a degree in geology because they were <laughs> really into Sailor Moon? Because I would love to hear that story. That would
3: be so cool.
1: so anyway look point being she has a fucking random twin what she has previously said this is my favorite part of this she has previously said i am the last and greatest of the witches five
2: well they they count themselves as one entity
1: because yeah because then when she introduces her she says
0: we are the same one mind one body, except they
1: literally have two bodies.
2: Well, I mean, there, there, there is a lot of lore with twins um, that say there, you know, like one soul that has been divided,
1: right, so. into two bodies. No. <laughs> Does your twin brother have like the opposite hair of you and wears like the opposite color, like the complementary color?
2: No, no, we we look we look very different to to the point where, uh, unfortunately, there was a, un- several unfortunate incidences where in high school they thought we were boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> and not <laughs> twins because we we like if we're we're standing next to each other you can see a familial resemblance but he looks very much like my dad. And he has dark hair, and I have a lot of red hair. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, we because we had lockers next to each other, we were always next to each other. And it's like, oh yeah, your your boyfriend. I'm like, what boyfriend? It's like that guy you're always with you know, the one with the glasses. That's my brother. <laughs> uh, it was, it was hor- horrifying. <laughs>
1: yes. So, horrifying. so you have, you said you have a lot of red hair. So you're the you're the you're the petite role of the, the situation. <laughs>
2: Uh, probably the
1: naru of the the story (laughs) um so yeah you you called it Lindsay, because they get a full-ass team rocket intro speech and then in another moment like in one of the best moments in the episode slash the show sailor jupiter stands up and goes i don't give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) one person two all the same, they get this, yeah. They get this whole thing like, like yeah, we're unstoppable, what, like one body, one soul. And Jupiter's like, <laughs> eat some lightning, uh,
0: but that doesn't work because they have these like shepherd staffs that like snag powers and shoot them back.
2: Yeah, it's it's pretty. They're hardcore. I, I, you know, they they're formidable, which showing that you know these guys who are like the lower henchmen. You know, kicking the the ass. You know, what's to come? How are you? Yeah. How are they going to defeat the the big bads?
0: Well, I mean, they're pretty high up there, you know.
2: Yeah, but I mean, like they they can't touch them. Like uh, you know, matching power for power.
0: You know, I I call them shepherd staffs, but I guess they're also kind of like magic lacrosse sticks. <laughs> well,
2: they're they're actually
1: just like the uh, the the big magic wand that uh, Mimette used to do Charmbuster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're similar. For to special, that. Like this is the Witch's five, like magic wand
0: is what it is. Oh, but they, yeah. but it's but it's, it's interesting to me because they they throw like
1: balls, like magic balls <laughs> out of them. <laughs> yeah, they do kind of lacrosse it a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, it's our it's the classic setup. Of uh, the villains who turn the hero's powers back against them, and that is how we lead into our act break. Cartoons are dumb. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that was classic, Jordan. <laughs> yes. How is this show and its sister podcast, a Warrior Business? How are they supported? They are supported by listeners like you.
0: Well, not you, Chris, but the person who is listening who is not you. Uh, like because, me. well, like you, for example. Because
2: except I haven't actually given you any money yet.
0: Well, people like you, though, who are
1: not you. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you who else hasn't given us any money is uh, nobody in the past week. Well, that's that's really cheap of you. <laughs>
0: Is, I did not just say that. I no, did that not just say
1: work. that. That was me. I just happened to have that loaded up. That. that is no, not uh, right. Uh, and, and honestly, well,
0: I'm, I didn't ever tell them where they can go to do it, though. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All you have to do is go to patreoncom business. and that that supports both sailor business and Xena Warrior business. It's a it's a monthly donation gift, whatever you want to call it. And uh, if you support it all, you get access to the Patreon page. If you, uh, we, we, we put up cut outtakes. When was the last one we put up? We put up one pretty pretty recently, right?
1: Yeah, we have one for uh, May and June, so July and August should be coming up pretty soon as okay. far as the blooper reels go, and those are always fun. Yeah. But yeah, you can head over to patreon.com slash sailorbusiness and chip in uh, as little as a, a dollar a month or as much as you want to give. Maxfield Stanton has that sweet, sweet (laughs) gazillionaire money, and you can really help support the show. And and honestly, like I joked about not having any new patrons, but we did just record our last episode four days ago, so it's fine. Uh, But yeah,
0: do you guys ever post uh, Xena Warrior business outtakes?
1: Oh, Ali should have a bunch, but I don't think we've made one, like made a blooper reel yet.
2: Oh, that that will definitely draw draw fans. Right. Well, the yes. thing
0: is, I, I I'm wondering because she edits that. Is she does she actually cut anything dirty out of that podcast?
1: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like the the, the Zena business recording sessions tend to go pretty long. Okay, okay. So so she cuts out a lot, but I don't know how much of it is just just me heavy sighing a lot,
0: <laughs> and it, probably you actually doing the Xena warrior call. Yeah, I
1: just I do it constantly. <laughs> like, whenever I'm not talking, I'm just <laughs> ululating <laughs> that show. Wonderful. I don't know why she doesn't leave it on. But yeah, Jordan, you said, uh, in, in the absence of uh, new patrons to thank, and, and hey, thanks to all our existing patrons, oh, of by course. the way. You guys, you guys
0: are awesome. You make it possible.
1: Yeah. Why don't we do some Twitter
0: questions? That sounds like a great idea. Here's one from Noah Chevalier, who asks, if Chibi Moon's dad is Memoru Chiba, is her name Chibi Chiba? <laughs> Now, in real life, the answer is no, right? Because she says her name is Usagi Tsukino. Well,
2: Usagi Small Lady Serenity. Yeah. Chiba.
0: (laughs) Oh, her last... Oh, okay. So her name can be Chiba.
1: Well, wouldn't her family name come first, so she'd be Chiba Chibiusa Small Lady Serenity?
2: Chibiusa is a, a nickname. She would be Chiba Usagi. Do they have... Wait, is is Chibiusa short for Chiba Usagi? Yes, it's little Usagi.
0: No, 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 he's saying... Chiba Usagi.
2: Oh, oh, no, no, no. No,
0: no, no, he's saying maybe her name is Chiba Usagi, and then people went, that's close to Chiba Usagi, that's funny.
2: But you would think that maybe because, you know, her mom is uh, a turtle god queen of the universe, maybe uh, Mama-chan would take... (laughs) Usagi
0: <laughs> Oh, I want to see that. I want to see that where they're getting married and he's like, no, you still have to take my name. And she's like, I <laughs> am the eternal queen of everything. And, and he's she's like, like, you are banished to eternal sleep forever. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like it
2: like no. uh, but, does. But no, in in all reality, I mean, Usagi would definitely want to take uh, uh, Mama-chan's name. Yeah, she'd but, want to. Yeah, but I, I kind of see it as you know they, they take Tsukino as the last name.
0: Do do people in Japan have middle names or no they don't?
2: I don't think they have middle names.
0: They just have two names.
2: No, my my roommate is shaking her head no.
0: Okay. So yeah her name is probably Chiba Usagi.
1: <laughs> On the subject of uh of of the name uh Usagi Small Lady Serenity to possibly Chiba, do you know what Ray finds's full name is? Let's hear it.
2: Oh, I know! I know one of his middle names.
1: It is the most, uh, the most British name I've ever heard. I can't wait. <laughs> Rafe Nathaniel Twizzleton Wickham Fynes. Wow. Twi- and Twizzleton Wickham Fynes are triple hyphenated. Wow! So his last name is Twizzleton
0: Wick- Wickham Fynes. Yes. Wow. All right. Next question. Next question from Gabe Ayala. Which sailor attack would you like most in live action?
1: Like, which one would I like to see or which one would I like to have done on me? Because it would be bubble spray. I bet it feels great on a hot day. You'd be so confused, Chris. I would be like, I would just be like, yes, fuck me up with these scrubbing bubbles. I feel refreshed and exfoliated. I think, I think probably would you like to see... I would really like to see a high-quality live-action version of Moon Spiral Heart Attack where a giant stone heart just fucking wrecking balls into somebody's face. That would be pretty awesome.
3: That
0: would be pretty awesome. Um, he says his vote is Love Me Chain, which is pretty cool. Love
1: Me Chain is pretty cool.
2: Um, uh, what is it?
1: What is Coconut Cyclone? Is what <laughs> we found out about that Jupiter has?
2: Hurricane Coconut so- Cyclone.
1: Nice. Yes. Hell yes.
2: Oh, if if you think that's good, I, I won't spoil it for you, but what uh, a one of the um uh one of the these starlights has a attack name that oh boy Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's so it's so fucking weird. It's
0: I know what you're talking about. Chris, I'm really
1: shocked that you didn't say
0: Dead Scream.
1: No, Dead Scream is perfect as it is. <laughs> The, the, legit though jupiter thunder dragon yeah hell yeah
2: oh yeah that would be great
1: that's some overwatch shit
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh uh Jinny odo points out wait a second yusagi doesn't like thunder and lightning in episode 64 so why isn't she freaking out every time jupiter doesn't attack
1: <laughs> i mean
0: <laughs> we don't see her
1: not freaking out <laughs> In <laughs> fact, exactly. we pretty frequently see Sailor Moon freaking out during people's attacks all the time. So you think she, every time Jupiter does an attack, she's cowering in the corner?
2: Well, I mean, I guess you can infer that because she knows it's coming, it's not as terrifying.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. She could brace herself because she hears her start t- start yelling. um, And she sees the little antenna come up. Uh, Brandon House asks, "Do you think Ray is mean to Usagi because she's a quarter monster and subconsciously senses that Yusagi could destroy her? <laughs> <laughs> she could destroy a quarter of her. <laughs> That's I, I think a quarter of me getting destroyed. I'm probably going to die. Mm,
2: mm, you never know. That that lizard brain we all have.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I think it's a fair assessment. <laughs> Rawers Dower asks." Or someone from space who sets up a kingdom on Earth constructed out of crystal. How is Sailor Moon different from this guy? And then a picture. Uh, I put the link in for you. You can see.
1: Okay. Uh, that's a, that's a space Godzilla. That is space I Godzilla,
0: think. yes. <laughs> uh, if if you're not familiar with Space Godzilla, he's imagine Godzilla but with giant crystals growing out of his body, like Bane. Uh, not Bane. Uh, like Doomsday style almost. How do I not have crystals
1: aren't real on the soundboard? I don't know, man. This is shocking. I have cartoons are dumb. I have. Do you have I children or idiots? I mean, I have Devin saying that's one of the downsides of being married to Jordan D. White. Oh, oh no,
0: that's horrible.
1: Yeah, I didn't put that one in there.
0: Okay, um, so I have not. My brother is a huge Godzilla fan. So I only know about Godzilla stuff through him. And I don't really know much about Space Godzilla. I'm assuming he's an evil despot. And Sailor Moon only wants what's best for us.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that's true.
0: That's true.
2: Yes, she she is a loving uh, god queen.
0: She's a benevolent dictator.
2: Benevol- <laughs> yeah, that's the word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's the main difference. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Sailor Saturn asks... Favorite villain slash monster from each season that you've covered so far. So that's only three.
1: Uh, I mean, fav- like favorite villain from season one. I, I do love Barrel, just like in concept uh, and execution. Uh, like of the of the four kings, I-, I I'm a Jedi man, as you know. Yeah, if you're I- talking I- about, oh, go ahead, please.
2: Oh no, I- yeah, I was just actually, I-, I kind of have to go with. Uh... You know, evil tuxedo mask uh, Prince Andemian.
3: Oh.
2: I, I always, you know, that, that art was very fascinating for me. And uh, especially in the, uh, you know, final episode where he is, you know, like completely like stone cold and beats the hell out of her.
0: When he turns into <laughs> Angelus, yeah, that's a good part. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
2: Um, I mean,
0: like, if we're talking about like like villain, villain, not, not monsters, it's definitely Jedi, Birdie and memet
2: oh i was i was trying to think who i, I would choose from r Pro- probably probably uh wicked lady
1: oh well wicked lady yeah i was gonna say catsy but wicked lady oh, is yeah. very good
2: yeah i cat catsy is definitely my favorite of the uh the, the specter
0: well hang on so so so, so far you've said Endymion, <laughs> wicked lady i'm guessing you're gonna say messiah of silence
2: no, actually, it's okay. Toi. I love oh, Toy okay. so much, but it, it does make sense because, you know, he also is a good person who is possessed by evil. That he is. But yeah, I, I, I apparently do have a theme. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chris, who do you like from three?
1: Uh, from this season? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really liked Yujiel a lot. Really? best, Better than Mehmet? I mean, Mehmet's really good, but like, I mean th- those would be my top
2: 2. Udeal probably has some of the most memorable moments ex- especially when she's, she she it looks like she's playing on the organ and it's just the boom box. <laughs> I forgot They're, about that. Oh it's, it's she she has some truly choice moments which make her very memorable. Udeal you,
1: you has a fucking giant rifle that blows people's hearts <laughs> out the back of their chest. Aside from like if we're going like with monsters of the week yeah, I don't like I feel like yeah. I'm not going to remember them all. Sexy board games?
0: <laughs> was good. Sexy race car was really good. I mean, we really remember Boxy well.
1: <laughs> we, we always talk about Boxy.
0: I know you are, you really liked Avocadora.
1: Avocadora in season <laughs> 2 is very good.
0: Um yeah, I like I I feel like I don't remember them well enough.
2: Well, uh uh Rep Butler's Cat Forum. Uh, the was, so yeah, with yeah. the cat armor or with the rat armor <laughs> is, is
0: great that was pretty funny
2: that whole episode is a treasure a treasure unto
1: the world i'm looking oh uh doorknobder is a, oh, is yes. a good uh, diamond toden i love toden who's toden the, the sexy she's the sexy tram car oh, oh right the yeah, yeah. sexy <laughs> street car what was the race car girl uh the race car was steering and what was the scarf uh, scar was the name of of the scarf monster who was also extremely good oh, man, yeah these are tough I, oh i guess i'd go with steering yeah there have been so many good ones in in s like so many just ridiculous fucking monsters
0: oh fu- so i'm looking at the droids right now <laughs> uh fu- fu- is the one who has the big drum the oh, right. and the red and blue eyeshadow which is pretty awesome.
2: She's pretty annoying. Oh, but uh you had um uh the uh, the the Ronda, the uh wrestler.
1: Yes, the just, just... <laughs> Yes. That's going to be yes. Chris's favorite for sure. <laughs> and we like I really did like the uh the hair salon monster in, in the first season too that we already talked about.
2: And I yeah. I also liked uh in the uh ice skating episode the uh the two skaters. I liked when they they transformed into villains.
0: Atsugesho was the the makeup monster or droid. Who oh, when she lost her makeup and she tripped. Yeah. That was pretty terrific. Oh, there's a lot of good monsters in this fucking show.
1: There really are. Like almost every diamond is great in 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 its own way. Like the only one that I remember really, really hating was um Uh, Tyen, who was the tire monster, who was the sexy motorcycle, who was two (laughs) sexy motorcycles.
0: That was weird, man.
1: Yeah, did not like
0: her. And the Cardians were weird, too. I didn't love them. They're okay.
2: They're mostly forgettable, I would, in the long run. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, okay. It's too hard to pick Monster of the Week. I, I would have to work really hard, but that's a good one. Um, let's see. Let's do one more. One more. Has anyone uh, Christian Leblanc wants to know? Has anyone come up with a good name for shipping Moon and Mars yet?
1: Uh, Curiosity. Uh, that's a joke, right? Well, that's the name of the Mars rover. No, oh, well, what does that have to do? But that would be Earth be like, and, Mar- and Mars. It could
2: also be like. The, well, it's. Yeah, you know, it can't be Earth and Mars because that would be uh, Earth's Mama, Moon. Mamaru and uh, Ray.
1: Yeah, Red Rabbit.
2: Oh, Red Rabbit's not too bad. <laughs>
1: Okay. All right.
0: Red Rabbit it is.
2: <laughs> I, that was actually the name of my second car. It was 11. Really? It was, oh, yeah. I had, I had a. Was uh, it a
1: Volkswagen Rabbit?
2: It was a Volkswagen Rabbit. And it was red. I, nice. Yeah. So the, 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 that was 11 and it died. Now I have a uh, black Honda and I call it Ladyhawk.
0: My car's name <laughs> is Luna because it's gray.
1: My car's name <laughs> is uh, Toyota Camry because I'm an adult. Yeah. What are you doing watching this show? i'm having serious (laughs) discussions let's get back to the show okay let's do it
0: (laughs) and i think that is s for shit's getting real
1: (laughs) for real all right so uh when we last left off it seems like a million years ago uh, oh chris chris guess
0: what tb use is doing
1: standing out in front of the Tomboy household for yes. another six hours. Yes. <laughs>
0: that is uh, that is what she did for the entirety of last episode, and she's back at it again.
1: Arca- okay, you know that scene in The Dark Knight Returns where Carrie Kelly is out at the dump helping Batman fight the mutant leader, and it cuts back to her house, and you see like her parents... Uh, but you don't. You never see your parents, you just see, like, the smoke from them getting high, and, uh, and they're talking about something, and, like, the one of them goes, like, hey, didn't we have a kid? Is that what Ikuko and Kenji are up to for this whole fucking show, <laughs> yep. where their kids are just leaving the house in the middle of the night? Chibius is a tiny child. <laughs> middle of the night.
2: To be fair, we saw hordes of high schoolers walking into Mugen Academy, and it's, like, no parents are calling the police. It's, like, hey, my kid's not there. It's, like, Really? We have another hundred parents
3: who said
0: the same thing. Oh, next next episode, I'll have plenty to say about the terrible municipal response <laughs> that Tokyo has. But let's talk for now about, about Chibi. So, Chibi, yes, Chibi has just decided again, hey, I know that Hotaru used to live in this house, and I know that I've been in this house, and it's empty, and she's not in this fucking house but i'm just going to go there again and stare at it
2: she's doing some detective work
0: <laughs> she's a lousy detective and it well it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy i don't want i don't want to allow the show to say yeah but she's right cuz stuff happens no stuff happens beca- there because that's where she happened to go there's no reason for her to go to this house
1: you have to think this is like kaolinite's best day ever because kaolinite's just like oh hey like i was gonna go look for that pure heart and it's all literally literally on my doorstep well except she doesn't live there anymore but yes other than that she's inside
0: she's hanging out i think she's there because she's looking for her
2: i'm more impressed that uh a uh one of the uh senshi transformed in like full like outside it was actually seen by somebody
0: oh yeah yeah chibi <laughs> just blows her secret identity
2: yeah she doesn't 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 hide you know like a telephone booth or like behind some shrubbery. <laughs> telephone booth
0: <laughs> oh wonderful have we ever seen the sailor scouts transform in a telephone booth that would be amazing <laughs> Just like they get into a telephone booth, and all of a sudden the booth lights up. Bright lights come streaming out every window. People are like, okay, that's interesting.
2: Bubbles, flames, lightning.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she transforms in full view. Carrie goes, huh. Oh, so she's the Sailor Scout, too. Huh.
1: I mean, all you, right. you think Kayla Knight's there, like, waiting for Tibiusa. I think like we know that the house is connected to the underground laboratory underneath Mugen Academy i think that's just how she get, she goes to work
0: yeah see i guess the reason i don't think that is why is because we know that it was connected but i'm assuming well first of all we don't necessarily know that it's connected because of what we're going to we, learn later in this episode later in this we episode do.
1: Because we've seen uh, Professor Tomaway walk down to the laboratory to make coffee that, for kids. Except <laughs> that later in this
0: episode, we're going to find out that you can open the holes into alternate space, which is where I think his lab is. But I don't. But I think even if it was actually connected, they wouldn't leave it connected because again, that's the whole reason they left this house. They know that they know that, or they know that the Sailor Scouts know they live there. So they're like, "Well, we got to bug out. They'll find
1: us." <laughs> uh, fine. So Chibiusa's walking around the house, and then hey, did you know Chibiusa is not very bright? <laughs>
0: yes, I did know she's
2: that. She's young, and she's you know doing her best to be brave and take initiative because no one else is trying to find Hotaru at this point.
1: Chibiusa's looking for Hotaru, who is about three feet tall and very slight of build, I would say. Oh gosh. She rounds a corner and sees uh, a silhouette of Keolanite, <laughs> who is about 6'2", and the opposite of sleight of build?
2: Well, it depends on how she was standing. Shadows always look taller.
1: (laughs) No. And so she she basically goes, Hataru? And Kaila Knight goes, Hey, what's up? It's me, Kaila Knight. Let's go see Hataru. What's up? It's me, Sex Dracula.
0: (laughs) Yes. Very accurate. She's dressed... uh... In her all-black outfit again. Well, she she, she transforms into it as, as we see her. But before anything bad can happen to Chibi, Memoru shows up.
2: He's so cool that even <laughs> in a closed room, his cape is billowing.
0: That's accurate. <laughs> um, unfortunately, as much as I love <laughs> Memoru and usually <laughs> like to give him credit <laughs> for doing good things, not... Super helpful here. He throws a rose, stops her from hurting Chibi. Oh, except that then Chibi gets thrown out of a window.
1: <laughs> only had, only brought one rose. Only brought, <laughs> brought one rose. Really fucked up when it was time to use it. She gets smashed through a glass window.
2: It's, it's pretty brutal.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Windows are really taking an L in this episode. So uh, as she lands on the lawn, we see uh, Kayla Knight... Uh, in her sex Dracula Dominatrix shoes, uh stomp on the lawn, but then Dead Scream.
2: Oh, it's so badass guys.
1: <laughs> I love this is like the best fucking animation. I cannot I I never get tired of seeing this. It's so good.
2: It it really uh, all of the outer senshi have gorgeous, gorgeous attacks.
1: Yes. And it, and uh
0: it's also super not useful and does nothing.
2: No, it does literally
1: nothing, which is, like, it does fucking nothing.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Nothing happens. Well, she, I mean, Kayla Kayla Knight is extremely powerful at this point.
1: Yeah, but she doesn't even, like, swat it away, like, when they shot it uh, at at the Messiah of Silence a couple episodes. She just, like, throws down a ninja smoke bomb, and that (laughs) is it. (laughs) Like, we are done here. Yeah, they botched
0: this completely. Uh, and she gets away with Chibi Moon and saying, yelling out, I've got the purest of hearts.
2: Ch- Chibi Moon uh, has taken uh, uh, Tuxedo Mask's place as being the connect victim of the yes. uh, season.
1: Well, fortunately, someone else is doing some attacks that actually oh, matter, and mean something. Hell yes, Shine Aqua Illusion is happening. Oh no, it did not happen. Ami just got bopped in the face. You would think Ami would know better than to be the third person to try this. Um, well, you know what, Chris? Maybe the problem fourth. is... 4th Yes. Fourth! I'm sorry, she's the fourth! The only one who has a turn at this point of Sailor
0: Moon. <laughs> Maybe the problem is that they're using attacks that are too powerful and they should all go with their weaker
1: original attacks. Yeah, so we gotta... <laughs> We get the greatest hits of recycled animation. <laughs> we get everybody's transformation sequence. We get all their, their second season attacks. Now we're getting fucking first season attacks. We get bubble spray. Not even bubble spray freezing. Or double bubble spray freezing. Bubble spray. Love me chain.
0: uh, uh Burning. What is the Mars one? Fire soul. Fire soul. Uh, and moon tiara action. And moon tiara action. Very uh, unusual that we see that anymore.
1: And So we get again i want to walk through this real quick Please, we get bubble spray yes venus love me chain yes. Muntiar action yes fire soul yes and then fucking jupiter with a goldberg spear <laughs> just fucking tackles well that's people. that's my favorite because that brings her to the ground that's the smartest
0: thing that has happened because they're sitting there going we keep shooting these giant powerful attacks at them and they just grab them and throw them back at us oh why don't we just try fucking fists? <laughs>
1: King Hiddle, let's
0: beat the shit out of these girls. How about that? This is the best episode of Sailor Moon. <laughs> I kind of wish they, I kind of wish they went further with that and just went, oh, you know what? They can't counter physical
1: violence. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, that would have been great.
2: Well, no, because like, what I love about this moment is that they know they can't you know defeat them um, for attacks, so they're using like strategy. And yes. they're coming together as a team. And, you know, they use uh, Shavad Spray uh, you know, to, like, cloud the area. And this way they can, like, disorient them.
1: Right. I would have given, I would give any single item that I own if this episode had had, like, bubble spray happens. And then Jupiter walks up, takes the staff out of their hand, and breaks it over <laughs> her knee. And then starts punching them in the face. All right, your, your wedding ring, let's go. Uh, I don't wear a wedding ring. Oh, well, then So there. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, you win. You get it for
0: free. Uh, so, no. What they actually do Did is... You just try to, like, make a devil's bargain with me, Jordan? Yeah, I, I was turning into Mephisto. I was going to claim your marriage in return for that. Here's what actually happens. Jupiter tackles one of them. Mars punches another one. And they Double run X in... handle. Opposite... Off the top rope. Oh, there you go. There you go. They run in opposite directions... And again, it's bubble sprayed so that everything is foggy and everything is confusing for them. And they are following the two scouts and they pull a switcheroo so that they end up aiming at each other. The bad guys aim at each other and shoot each other and kill each other.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And again, since they're the same person, it's kind of suicide. So uh, now I was talking earlier about not explaining stuff and uh, and about uh, the statue. The reason that's important is because, again... Uh, like for some reason, all villains in Sailor Moon, uh, Supreme has a kill switch and <laughs> when she dies, her statue explodes. And again, they don't explain this, but what you have to take as read is that when that statue explodes, everyone gets their hearts back.
1: It's also like very like the the death of uh, Supreme and Pitlull, uh happens pretty fast. Like you can oh, miss yeah. it you cannot realize they are
0: gone well because it also happens 8 minutes before the show is over which is highly unusual for Sailor yes. Moon especially when 10 of the minutes of this show have been the transformation sequence uh, so so the fact that yeah the fact that they're dead is surprising but again you have to just accept the fact that everyone got their hearts back because in my notes i was going uh, all the kids are dead right they're just all
1: dead uh, it also opens up a tear in space. Yes, you know, like like a wormhole. Well, like we're going we're going deep space nine in this.
2: I'm sure it's safe to step through. I'm I'm sure everything will be fine.
1: Now, they, it they say
0: it is a, uh, a, a. Amy brings out her her glasses. She uh, Amy
1: puts light. on her her visor, and they forget to animate her hair over it instead of under it. Which makes it look mm-hmm. really bad. Yeah, you're right. Or, her hair, like, she puts on the visor and literally, like, pinches her hair to her face. Which is also possible, I suppose.
0: Yeah, no, it just looks bad, you're right. Yeah. So
1: they go to it's, an alternate space. Yeah,
0: it's, a passageway leads to an alternate space. That's a weird way to say that. Um, but I recognize well, that alternate space, because it's a place with lots of pipes and green smoke. That's, that's Tomoe's lab.
1: Yeah. By the way, we get a shot right here of all the scouts standing next to each other where they're actually in their canonical height. Oh, mm-hmm. like which yeah. we don't see that too often. It's it's it, we and Jupiter is towering over the rest of them,
0: which is awesome. So they're like, oh, man, that's probably the Deathbusters hideout. Should we like go in or
1: big, big assumption? But turns out to be absolutely correct. Guess what?
0: Uh, Uranus and Neptune are already in there. How?
2: Well, they were already uh, at Mugengen Academy, remember?
0: Yeah, I know. Again, well, again, this is all very weird and it doesn't make a lot of uh there's not a lot of explanation for this stuff.
2: I mean, it in like oh, like 5 minutes when they're running away uh, uh Pluto and uh tuxedo masker like, "Yeah, we got all this, this students out." It's
0: like right, you did right. All of them? When did you do that? Okay, sure.
2: <laughs> there there's there's a couple of uh scenes that they had to cut out in editing.
0: I guess this is this – is the, they've run down that long staircase from last episode and swiped their cards on the swipe thing on the wall, and behind mm-hmm. it was, was this
1: alternate yeah, well, space. I mean, they're, they're in the creepy doll room, aren't they? Like, the, yeah, the, the, We yeah, see they... the throne behind it. Oh, yeah, so, okay, well, yeah. So that's where I, that is. It almost is.
2: looks like a different throne room, but – That's what I was trying to figure out, because we don't see
1: the stuffed animals. Yeah, I don't see So them. I don't – I didn't know if this is the throne room or not. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who cares? It doesn't really matter. So <laughs> point being, it's Tomoe's time going to summon Gozer the Traveler.
2: <laughs> he will come and the many chosen forms.
0: Tomoe is standing over his Oh no, he's standing over Chibi, who's He's so lying. fucking
2: crazy in the seat. It's great.
0: Yes, he's flipping out. <laughs> he says they're lucky that they shown up so they can join the ceremony that's about to begin. They're freaked out because they didn't expect that the bad guys would have Chibi.
2: Well, they don't notice her at first, which is kind of like, uh, you didn't know the, notice the bright pink child right behind him in the <laughs> no. dark, gloomy room?
1: Yeah, on this, on what is very clearly a sacrificial <laughs> altar with, like, like fucking H.P. Lovecraft. Room.
0: <laughs> so Sailor Uranus runs at them face first and goes smack into a super powerful force field that zaps her and throws her back. No, yeah. uh, and then Tomoe flips them the bird.
3: <laughs> he does. <laughs> he pulls one of those little.
0: I'm pushing up my glasses just casually with my middle finger. Go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> oh, please cut that one out, too. Please, please, I need it for the soundboard. This episode is like thirty percent soundboard, by the way. Know, but. This
0: is. I mean, but you you especially seem to like the ones where I'm insulting you, which is fine. I'm, you can keep playing them if you want. So the scouts are now there, uh, and they're all freaking out. Oh, man, what happens?
2: Oh, well, then uh, Sailor Moon runs into the, uh, 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 try to try to get Chibiusa and hits the, uh, what What do you call it, the electric thing,
0: <laughs> and gets yeah, zapped. She hits it, too, although she does it, she goes and runs at it, like, boobs first, which is very weird. <laughs> yes, it,
2: she, it, it is quite evident that it is, does uh, it, is- to, which <laughs> to the force field force field i couldn't think of that word and then uh the the rosemary's baby theme uh starts playing yes, never be yeah. never be creepier
0: messiah of silence starts singing and uh to me i kept i kept thinking it's uh gonna be the <laughs> the katamari theme <laughs>
1: Where she's going, la 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 la. Oh, oh no! Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon does walk into that force field like she's doing like Bender strut from Rama. Like she's doing, she's doing a fucking pimple. Oh, this episode's great. It's crazy. So
0: what happens is the Messiah of Silence wakes up, and how does she get Chibi Moon's heart? Well, a crazy pink energy hand comes out of her chest and plunges into Chibi's chest and yanks her heart out as Chibi screams.
1: Yeah, it's um it's a little different <laughs> than than what we have seen before. Yeah, not the normal way. Yeah, there's an energy claw involved. Yeah. It's not just like popping out of somebody's mouth or like being going into a computer screen. No, it's torn out by a claw.
2: <laughs> well, I guess it can be inferred that the the entity that has possessed Hotaru, the you know because it's so close to the pure heart crystal that it needs uh, can form you know enough uh, you know physical body to you know go into Shibuya's chest and rip out her heart crystal.
0: And Chris, yeah. last episode, I, I believe you were asking about how exactly is the Messiah of Silence planning to consume these hearts? Well, it's your lucky day. She, yeah. she just says ah
1: and you're fucking snack on it like a box of Cheez-Its. She opens wide <laughs> and sucks that thing in and just swallows it whole. And they say and they say, "Hey, you can't destroy, you can't do this because you're going to awaken Sailor Saturn." and that's going to destroy the world yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: and you also can't do this because you're Hotaru's dad and presumably that means you love her and toy turns around and goes love what's that and it's like he like he wrecked their world <laughs> like- and so she swallows the heart and chris
0: what has x-force been saying
1: all this time she's Going to turn into Sailor Saturn, right? going to turn into Sailor Saturn. So I was really excited because we get to see a new transformation sequence. Because this is kind of the last one, right? Like, I, I mean, I, I know we get new characters, but this is... she. She's the she's the ninth Sailor Scout. I thought we were going to yeah. see her, her transformation sequence.
2: But it's not.
1: Except if we don't, Psych. we get Wicked Lady Part 2 <laughs> this time it's personal. <laughs> I did not know that Chibiusa and Hotaru were going to be able to bond <laughs> over becoming Wicked Ladies?
2: Well, but I mean, this isn't quite like... Yeah, this um, isn't Hotaru. It, it is the entity that has possessed Hotaru. And I, again, you know, it, I'm, I'm going back, I keep going back to like things that are better explained in the manga. The reason that X-Force um, is so terrified of Sailor Saturn Awakening is that uh, when the Silver Millennium was essentially laid waste to, Sailor Saturn appears, and they're they're all there, and they witness Saturn um, uh, race her silence gallop and essentially destroy everything and kill them. And so that that's why they're so terrified. It's not like just based on assumption; they've seen it happen before.
3: Gotcha.
0: But
2: but yeah, it, it's again, it's kind of better explained in the the, the manga of why they are so terrified
0: of her awakening and so uh, so what we've learned here is like, like you said it's the the heart wasn't going to hotaru the heart went to hotaru's body but living inside of hotaru is this evil entity who introduces herself her name is mistress nine
3: mm-hmm.
0: which is a like it's a total out of left field wait who what hang on What's going on? Oh, and what does Mistress Nine do as her first act? Just fucking kills Kayori Knight.
2: It is stone cold. It is... I I kind of love it because it just... It comes out of nowhere. It's not even necessary. And it's no. like, your role is over. Bye. Yeah,
1: Kayori Knight got her the pure heart.
0: Yes. And then Kaori Knight is like... Talking to Tomoe and being like, oh, it was all worth it. We did this and now here we are and it's all going exactly as planned. Ah! Bam! <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's,
2: it's, a, it's a brutal death. And I, I, I love it. I love how dark it is. And it also yeah. goes on the theme that, you know, invariably a lot of the uh, Sailor Moon villains will just arbitrarily kill random members of, you know, their uh, their group. Yeah, you, know, you you get it with Daryl when she kills Zoisite, you get it um Wiseman when he kills Sapphire. So it it is kind of an ongoing theme. It's like you've outlived lived your usefulness. You can you can
1: die now. So at this point, Sailor Moon is like, hey, we should leave. <laughs> and she grabs Chibiusa and fucking Mugen Academy explodes.
0: Yeah. Um, this is some crazy nonsense because like they're saying, yeah, the alternate space just explodes. And you get to see a, a, a bit more of how ex- how bad the damage is next episode. The entire top of the building is fucking gone. Like super not existent gone. And
1: yet yeah. the scouts run out. Explo- I'm not kidding. The building explodes. Yes. Then they run out from the basement. Yeah, they're, they're fine. They run out. Not a problem. Yeah. Alternate spaces, man.
0: They're weird. And then uh, this is around the time that uh, they're like, oh, shit, but there's like a zillion students. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we got them out. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because uh, cause, uh, they run out and they see Tuxedo Mask. Not Satsuna and Memru, They see uh, Sailor Pluto and Tuxedo Mask. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we did it. Uh, and they're like, okay, cool. Well, uh, Chibi's dead. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, good not good job on your two jobs Sailor Pluto guarding, <laughs> the, listen, guarding the door of time And protecting small lady You're doing a bang up
0: fucking job It's not a big deal Chris I'll, It's easy to fix It's just what you do is You just connect it Connect Chibi's body to Memoru's And then and everything's fine
1: Yeah you just you just plug her into the USB port What? What? He,
2: he, he, he like Hotaru has healing powers Which what? you know he does it's it really is never brought up but yeah he he has the ability to heal
0: i do not remember that again it,
2: Again, it's a thing in the manga and they you know it it's an important part when obviously when this happens in the manga it's like and it's kind of like the anime was like oh right it's
0: ridiculous because yes they literally just say uh it's it's okay <laughs> That's Chibi's body has been connected. Chibi, Memoru, Memoru, and Chibi Yusa's bodies are linked now. Memoru, Memoru's life force will keep her alive. That's the best we can do. I don't know who thought of this. I don't know how they did it. I know there's occasionally some glowing involved.
2: It's to keep him out of the final battle. Because, well, of course, Because you know, yes. <laughs> they're like, oh,
1: nobody
0: cares. <laughs> he's got he becomes her nursemaid her life force nursemaid
1: yeah he's a stay-at-home dad good for him yes taking some responsibility for the first time in his life
0: no not the first time it's just he's not very good at it most of the time because earlier
1: he was completely unable to save her so then we get the the return of one of my favorite things about the original sailor moon intro sequence hell yes it's time for some determined walking
2: (laughs) much determined walking
1: uh, and Sailor Moon says, we'll fight for what we believe in.
2: Well, I love this moment because, uh, you know, she's, uh, you know, the outer sentry are, are like, well, you know, we have we have to destroy, uh, you know, Mugen Academy and Mistress Nine. And she's like, no, Hotaru is still in there. And she never, uh, you know, settles for the, uh, you know, hard choice that you have to sacrifice to save everyone. She's going to save everyone. Without sacrificing, it's really you know it's a key moment in you know who Sailor Moon is. And yeah, she, she she will not let anyone die. Uh, you know, even if they are possessed by evil entities. I mean, she does
1: let quite a few people die over the course. Of the, I don't, don't get me wrong, <laughs> I like it, and I get what you're saying, and I'm 100% oh. agree with you. She does kill slash let people die on a fairly uh, regular no, 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 no. basis. No. Those, Those are not it.
0: people. Those are monsters. Oh,
1: okay. Well, those are those are monsters. <laughs>
0: Remember tried- season two, she saves all sorts of people who are bad guys. The the sisters
1: all get cheap. Uh-huh. She saves the sisters and she saves Ayl and Anne. Yes.
2: Yeah. They they but, did uh, they did try to save Sephir. Uh she did try to save uh Nephrite. It was, mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as they're not like, you know, droids and Demons and such, she, she does try to save them.
1: That's that is true. That is true. Uh but yeah. How are there four episodes left in this season? Oh, they're so good is, I mean, I'm sure they are, but this is one hundred percent like a hey, it's time for it's time to end the season. Hey, I hope you I hope you had fun with uh, all the sexy <laughs> race cars it's uh it's time for murders it's
2: It's a very heavy episode. There is a lot that happens, you
1: know. um, there's a lot that happens, and there's a lot that we can learn from this episode. It's time for Sailor Businesses, where we talk about what we learned from each episode. And Lindsay, we will start with you. What did you learn from uh, episode
2: 123? Um, Shoot. I actually forgot to write that down. Uh, You've listened to the show.
1: You know you go first. I
2: know. Um, well, uh, you know, always prepare for the uh, secret twin. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good
1: one. You never know. You never know. You never know, know, when you're gonna find a you never know
2: especially when they announce that they are the final and last. Uh they they may they may be a a secret twin, and they will wreck you.
0: It's a very good point,
1: Jordan. What did you learn from this episode?
0: True true actual truth. I am just now learning the actual powers of tuxedo mask. <laughs> <laughs> Like So I just looked it up. It says, in the manga, he was said to have some psychic abilities, such as a form of touch telepathy with Chibiusa, the ability to heal wounds in a manner similar to Hotaru Tomoe, and some psychometric ability. I never knew Tuxedo Mask was
1: psychometric.
2: I don't even know what that means. I mean, that would explain
1: why he always shows up. Uh, Psychometry is holding an object and being able to sense things about that object's history. Oh, Mm -hmm.
2: that's really cool.
1: yeah it's a very it's a, it's a very cool power in uh in like cool supernatural stories
2: oh, i like that
0: yeah i never knew that um actually chris i do remember one of the t- one of the tweets we got about our our chibiisode was saying that the 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 changes we said we wanted to make to memoru that that's the way he is in the manga and in in crystal that to make him more brooding and more interesting uh in that respect
2: so. younger
0: younger yeah. yeah. yes <laughs> All right, Chris, what did you learn? I learned that... cartoons are dumb. God, oh, you fucking bastard. <laughs> How dare you fucking say that? <laughs> exactly. You know, it's funny. It's funny. It was you who insisted that the show be, uh, be uh, swearful. And yet, I, I think I swear a lot more than you
1: do now. <laughs> you, you, like, swear directly at me. Like, it's very rude. I, I'm very emotional.
2: Chris has learned to uh, usurp Jordan's voice and use it for his own nefarious purposes.
1: <laughs> yes, he, he has. I, have. I <laughs> have learned that uh, that I can do this show just me and Jake uh, and a guest. Disagree. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out next time, buddy. So yeah, final thoughts on the episode. Uh, first of all, Mistress Nine rules. Oh, she's
2: so badass.
1: Yeah, this this uh, we've I've already watched the next episode uh in case we were going to do two in this recording session. Uh and that episode is also completely wild. Uh but mistress Nine is great. And I I love that everything is coming together now. Like we're finding out like we're finding out what Tomoe's deal is even if that does not explain anything about Tomoe. <laughs> well, it does,
2: it, especially in the next episode. Yeah. Next episode it, 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 becomes, it they they do explain some things.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't explain like why he loves snacks so much and why he took rhythmic gymnastics in college. Chris, what explains why you like snacks so much? I mean, that is true. I do fucking love snacks. (laughs) It's just good. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, but like, are we to believe that this? Well, I mean, spoiler warning: are we to believe that this entity that is possessing all these people also took rhythmic gymnastics in college? (laughs)
2: Well, it's pro- that's a
1: thing Tomoe has said about himself.
0: No, it, they obviously have access to the person's abilities and and mind.
2: And yeah, I mean he he's he's possessed, but you know the real Tomoe still shines through. And he was an eccentric professor before he was possessed, and he's still an eccentric professor now. I think
1: he goes a little bit beyond eccentric, <laughs>
2: but <laughs> mad, okay. mad—he's an mad professor. Uh,
1: but yeah, like I I genuinely. I I knew that there was a character. If you would have said, like, hey, who's Mistress Nine? I would be like, oh, that's somebody from Sailor Moon, uh, but I don't know who they are. So I knew the name, but I didn't know anything about them. Finding out that Mistress Nine is Hotaru's Wicked Lady, it, like, not, not a one-for-one comparison, but, like, a similar deal. I didn't see that coming. I love that i love them as two characters who can be like yeah i also wore a crazy uh black dress and had super long hair and tried to murder people yes
2: yeah, so i i became a sexy adult and
1: <laughs> just got into the easy bake oven popped out sexy <laughs> That's the way it always happens uh but yeah like i this episode's great start here
2: no don't start here
1: no ridiculous <laughs>
2: This is no
1: worse a starting point than Crystal Clear Destiny. Yes, it
0: is! No, it is because, Chris, Crystal Clear Destiny... The reason Crystal Clear Destiny works Mm -hmm. as a first episode or as a 27th episode or whatever the fuck it was is because it is revealing stuff, but the stuff it's revealing is the backbone of the next 120 zillion episodes. Like, the thing that it's revealing is... Ultimately, the setup of Sailor Moon. Um yeah. So, so it's it's uh, big and it's crazy, but it's like oh, crazy. Th- the stuff that's being revealed in this episode is the setup for the next three or four episodes, and and bananas.
2: It's also kind of you know the the breaking point for the buildup of the entire season. You know, this, yeah, this this is where it's been leading to because you you know first it was the talismans, but you know there's something bigger and it's. You know, it's that a sailor. Uh, I shouldn't say that; it's slightly spoilerific. But uh, Hotaru has been possessed by an entity, and it's not Sailor uh, Saturn. Um, it it is a a nefarious entity. So it, it it's not a good start episode. You will be deeply confused.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, look. I think you have to start here because you need this uh. grounding to understand why people spend about fifteen minutes discussing the mechanics of Sailor Teleport next week. <laughs> ridiculous it's yeah.
2: but it is a great episode
1: basically. no i did, don't start here but i did legitimately like love this episode i thought it was super fun super like for having a couple uh for having so much recycled animation and a couple of very weird moments there's some gorgeous animation uh yeah. like when like cool. mistress nine's for, first appearance and kayla knight's death like she fades out like a character in river city ransom but <laughs> is still like like everything leading up to that looks really cool and, and the fight with uh Supreme and Pitlull is is also really cool. Like t- there's a lot of great stuff here. I I genuinely loved this one.
2: Yeah, it they they definitely uh use their budget for these next couple episodes and it shows. It's there's there's some gorgeous scenes and uh, in this and the and the next uh, four three episodes.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, Lindsay, before we get out of here, can you tell everyone, uh, where they can find you online? Should you wish to be found? Yeah.
2: Um, you can find me on Twitter at of all my hopes. That's basically it. I usually retweet, uh, a lot of uh, political stuff right now. You know, don't, sure. don't know, don't know why. Um, and, uh, you know, cute, cute animal videos and, uh, Uh, and uh, nerd and geek stuff
0: excellent (laughs) Um, you can find me on twitter at crackshot with a zero instead of an O you can find our producer Jake Mason at JJ underscore Mason he has a whole bunch of podcasts that he does like Kingdom Smarts and Pokemon World Tour and Pokemon World Tour United and the Cool Kids Table and of course the Morphin Grid how about you Chris wait hang
1: on hang on hang on I, I, hang on, hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. This is gonna be very good. This is gonna be very good. Oh no. Okay, please, uh, please, uh, team me up again. How about you, Chris? Are you hating on me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so worth it. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter as at the ISB, and you can find uh links to everything that I write, including comics you can pick up at your local comic book shop or on Amazon, or columns that I write here and there on the web at places like Looper and Polygon by going to the-isb.com. That's T-H-E-I-S-B. You can find the show at sailorbusiness.com, and you can find us on Twitter at sailorbusiness, and email the show at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. It's been requested that we put that on the website, uh, but I thought we already had. Jordan, is it up there? I don't know. Let's look. But yeah, sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com is a great way to get in touch and send us things like your thoughts on uh, what you would want to see from a 2017 Sailor Moon reboot or uh, thoughts on the show or sound clips of Jordan (laughs) that I can put onto the soundboard (laughs) and continue having a very good time amusing myself and no one else. (laughs) That does it for this week's episode. It's been a great one. Thank you, Lindsay.
3: Thank
1: you. Yay. And you will be back next time, and we will be back next time for The Coming Terror of Darkness, Struggle of the Eight Guardians. And until then, keep your
0: mind on sailor business.